0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian Talk Radio. And on Fridays, we call it the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable, where we ask you to call in and share how your faith is being stretched by this show and the idea of I Work For Him. Super big thanks go out to Jose Cruz. He's worked really hard to get the crew ready for today because we... Have a very special show. But before I announce the specialness of today's show, we ask you to consider going out to iWorkForHim.com. That's iWork, the number four, him.com. And click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag. Consider joining the I work for him Nation and committing to these items. Number one, praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Finding a way to serve. Number two, serving those that you work with. Finding a way to serve them and just let them know how much they are loved by their Heavenly Father by you serving them. Number three, look for ways to befriend people outside of the workplace. Because ministry can happen during 9 to 5, but the most effective ministry happens outside of 9 to 5. Look for ways. Number four, look for ways to pray with people. Because here's the deal, everybody comes to work, they have a normal temperament, but some days you'll notice that people come to work and they're just, they're just a little down and you get a chance to ask them, Hey, what's going on in your life? And when they share after they're done sharing, you can say, Hey, can I pray with you about that? And I can tell you this, I've never had anybody say no, but all along the number five one is probably the most significant other than the praying is number five. We're looking for people to join the I work for him nation that are committed to excellence in their workplace, that everything about what they do each and every day, that they become the number 1 employee in their position, that people will look at you and go, what's wrong with you? Why are you so, just so? Why are you always working so hard and doing such a good job? You're making me look bad. That's what people in the I Work For Him Nation look for. That's what we're looking for for people in the I Work For Him Nation. Go out to IWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Make that commitment to, between you and the Lord, and it'll email me a copy. And I'll, and I'll join with you in this battle, because the enemy takes the battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees very seriously. You and I need to do the same thing. Go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Make that commitment today. Start impacting your workplace and your heart on Monday. Okay. The rollout. Mm -hmm. Martha had a big birthday this week. And for a couple of months, we've been planning a very special day. And so in the parking lot, I got here early to the show today, which I never do on a Friday, because the traffic is always really fun here in Tampa Bay on a Friday. And we sit in the parking lot. And but we pulled in behind these special guests, only my, my wife, Not really in tune to cars. She missed that opportunity because they pulled in right in front of us. (laughs) Martha is being, she has very special guests. Martha, why don't you introduce our very special guests who came from across the country to be on the show today?
1: Oh, my word. We have here in studio today, both of my sisters, Mary Thompson and Diana Pratt.
0: And they flew, Diana flew in. She actually had to use her arms because she didn't get in until two o'clock in the morning into Fort Myers. Diana, Mm -hmm. are your arms tired?
2: Uh, no, but the rest of my body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Mary drove the two of them up from Fort Myers. Mary resides in Fort Myers year-round. You'll get to hear from all of these guys today, but just a special day celebrate Martha's life. I, you all know how I feel about my wife, but let me just say it once again: We've known each other 34 years this August, and the life that we have spent together. We've been will be married 30 years in a couple of weeks. But Martha's my best friend. She's the most incredible woman in the world. She's impacted my life. She helps me grow in my faith each and every day. We do. We are in business together. We are in ministry together. And Martha, it's just fun to honor you with this surprise.
1: Thank you. Um... I'm overwhelmed. I really am.
0: You'll have to check out the Facebook page la- later because we've got pictures of Martha and her sisters with tiaras on. We don't do a lot of tiara or tiara. Tiara, tiara, tiara <laughs> whatever it is, potato, potato. But we don't get a lot of guests wearing those here in the studio. All right. So talk to me about, Mary, we'll start with you. Okay. Talk to me about how Christ is making a difference in your life today.
3: Today. You know what, I started a fresh new journey three and a half years ago. I moved from Minnesota down here to Florida, and actually I thought I was going to wind up in the Tampa, St. Pete area, but God had a different plan in store for me and took me down to Fort Myers, and I've been there for three, a little over three years Mm -hmm. now, and when I came here, I was reconnecting my life with Christ and off to a new journey, and um, ever since then... and to your credit Jim and Martha, I have so many reasons, and Dee as well. So many reasons to be thankful to you and my parents. You know, sometimes you go through trials in life and you might deviate a little bit, and it's people like you guys that just continue to love and encourage and support and bring you back to your the foundation. In which we grew up which is having a faith in christ so um, my faith is so much stronger and it's a lot of it i give credit to you guys because you've helped encourage me along that path so thank you
0: well, it was a privilege to do that and and i've known mary as long as i've known martha because i met That's them both true. the same day <laughs> so diana how is and, and we make... call
1: Diana Deedee also, so don't I don't want people to think there's a fifth person in the studio today. That's because Mary
0: and Martha are a little bit younger than Diana, and they couldn't say Diana, so they said Deedee. Are so, you
2: saying I'm old, Jim?
0: No, I did not say that on the air. You just did. And uh, I am. So, Martha, your sisters are here in studio today as a special gift to you to celebrate your big birthday. And it was ridiculously hard keeping this as a secret. And as I'm going across the Howard Franklin and I'm going, all I have to do is keep it a secret for another 30 minutes. All I have to do is keep it a secret for another 30 minutes. I sure hope one of them doesn't text me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed this. This morning when I went to go ready, I said I was going to leave you my phone in case I got a phone call. And then did you notice I came and picked up the phone? No. Yeah. Yeah. See, she really wasn't in tune. And it's a good thing because your sister texted me. At while that I was time. Doing it. Yes, she did. <laughs> so, and said. Can you talk? And I'm thinking, seriously? You're not supposed to be texting me today. <laughs> anyway, so Diana. Diana Pratt is Martha's oldest sister. Mary Thompson, you heard from her heart already. Diana? Also so, older. Also old. Oh, so Martha's the Martha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <She's a> baby. <laughs> oh, I'm just throwing that out there.
0: Just throwing it out there. Martha does have one other sibling. Her brother Don has not been in studio with us yet, but he will be someday. We'll he, ever was drag the his, air, though, he was on the air at Christmas time. <laughs> he hasn't been in the studio with us yet. Someday we'll drag his moldy Minnesota butt down here and get him on the air. That's what we'll do. Diana, talk about how Christ is making a
2: difference in your life today. Sure. I don't even know where to start. um, But in 2008, when the housing market took a dive, so did our company. And I kind of thought that was the end of the world for us. And we decided to kind of retire and head to the lake and just see where we were going to go from there. So we went and we fished for a couple of years and. Just did a lot of healing, both spiritually and physically and emotionally. And uh, we started a a company called Fog Firearms and Cartridge Company, which stands, the acronym stands for Finger of God. And um, our youngest was looking at what he wanted to do with his life, and he ended up going to gunsmithing school. Long story short, we put this business together. We thought we'd have this little gunsmith shop where Blake could work on guns and we would work on the books and be supportive of him, And it's kind of exploded into a gunsmithing shop and ammunition manufacturing plant. And, um really what's happening there right now is amazing we decided to call it finger of God because his finger has been upon us through a lot of circumstances that were very devastating but he always let us know that we were there and we wanted to give honor to him in our new business and we thought the best way to do that was to put it in our name Mm -hmm. because then when people ask us what fog stands for it's immediately a chance to to give testimony to what God's done in our life So um, that's kind of my work situation, what Christ is doing in my life right now. He's really opening up doors for women's ministry to me. Oh, come on, tell
0: the story. This is so exciting. Yeah,
2: this is so exciting. So we come down here for a couple months. She lives in a town, a
0: little bitty town
2: in northern Minnesota, the frozen tundra. Very little town. We have 941 people in my town.
0: Little bitty town. There's more people than that on the highway with us. On the bridge while we were
2: driving across the bridge. (laughs) So this winter, I started to do a Bible study while I was down here, and I just got in on the last half of it, and it's Priscilla Shire's Full Armor of God, and I was blown away by it, and I went, I need to do this, Lord, in in our town. I just really felt a calling to do it, so I was really praying about it, and I was like, Lord, give me five women who will be faithful. They can come to my living room, and each week we'll do this Bible study, and we'll pray and support each other. So I put it on Facebook, Facebook, that I was going to do it. And then there was a little blurb in our bulletin at church. This week we started it. Ninety seven women showed up for this Bible. I did too. Just to get to talk about We have had to reorder books four times. I have 30 more books coming because I didn't have enough people at this first one. And I told these ladies, I'm like, girlfriends, I don't know why this is happening, but God's got something planned for this journey and I'm so excited to be part of it with you all, so.
0: So when you put that into perspective, 10% of the population is going to Diana's Bible study. And in Northern Minnesota, they are hungry for the gospel. Hungry for the gospel, they're hungry for truth. It is a rough and tumble place. It is a place that sees 40 below zero and 100 degrees above zero. It has more mosquitoes than any place on earth should ever have. And it is a remote place. It is a, a place of just darkness, but a lot of opportunity. So it's it's incredible. It's Diana. beautiful too. You're like planting your own church. It's incredible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's exciting, and that's over 25 percent of our church's population is coming to that. So. Mm. That's yassing. a neat deal. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, just to what Martha and I want to make a couple of announcements on the show today. She didn't, she, we were going to have a lot of announcements, but she didn't know what we were talking about. So, because I had a special show, I had to make up a show outline. So, Martha thought she knew what we we're talking about today. <laughs> I had to make a fake one. And then I had real questions for her sisters. But we had some pretty exciting things happen in our lives. This week, we set out and started I Work for Him as a nonprofit. It's always been a business uh, that that we just were supporting it personally outside of our business, and we just really have felt because of the call from so many people that this should be a ministry that we give the opportunity for lots of people to participate with us. And so we actually opened up started up I Work For Him Ministries as a nonprofit, and we've got an opportunity out there for you listeners to participate in helping this radio show grow across the country and certainly around Tampa Bay and Florida. On our website, we now have Donate Now buttons, and those actually are tax-deductible donations. Which is really cool. And just so you know, we're looking for donations so that we can help other marketplace kingdom impactful marketplace ministries get on the air on a regular basis. This is money that when it's donated will go towards supporting those ministries get on the air for daily advertising and monthly shows so you can learn more about ministries that are impacting you and me in the workplace so go out to ourworkforim.com we appreciate anything you do no we're not going to talk about this every day on the air because i know people have been touched but go out there and look for the donate now button anything you give is tax deductible and it's going to go towards getting kingdom impactful marketplace ministries on the air more and more often Martha, this is where the roast part comes in, just a little. Uh oh. They're just going to share some of the funniest moments in your life, in their lives involving you. So we'll let Diana go first. So I, I asked you to think about this stuff. So fond, yeah, you know, fond childhood memories. So what's what's the funniest moment in your life involving Martha?
2: Well, it didn't happen when Martha was a child. It happened two years ago when it was Mary's big birthday we all got together we can say
0: 50 on air it's okay okay well i heard you
2: say but so i figured 50 would be okay too so it was mary's 50th birthday and we did something similar to this we had a girls weekend over in orlando and um we i had bought expensive front row seat tickets to go see casting crowns and a new upcoming band for king and country And Martha was so pumped about this. She goes, I love King and Country. I love it. So we were in the second row in front of these massive speakers. Huge. And King and Country, as a lot of you know, have a lot of percussion. (laughs) And it was loud. It was so loud. I looked over at Mary and Martha. Mary had slipped away to go to the bathroom and brought back toilet paper. And the two of them were stuffing toilet paper into their ears because they were so blown away. And I looked at Martha. She goes, I can't sit here. I can't enjoy this. It's too loud. So we went from our very expensive front row seats. It was a packed crowd. There were no seats available. We went way to the back and found three seats that were in the cheap seats that we could sit in so we could, Martha could handle listening (laughs) to the very loud music of the band she couldn't wait to see for the rest of the
1: night. Well, she could hear it still, right? I had never felt the pain of noise before. And that was the pain of noise. It was fabulous. It was a night to remember.
2: Toilet paper hanging out of their ears was a picture I'll never forget. That is a
0: good one. That That's a really good one. It's kind of like the concert. Where, who did we go see Mercy Me last year at the uh, Strawberry Festival mm-hmm. where we got rained out and it was in pouring we rain? We didn't
1: get rained out. We sat no, in the well, rain. We got rained
0: out. We looked like drenched rats. Yeah. Mary, you got about a minute. Is that enough time for you to tell your story?
3: Absolutely. Okay, go
0: ahead. Your your funniest moment in your life involving Martha.
3: You know, actually, Dee Dee and I were talking about this on the way you up. You probably have a lot of them. I probably do. So, you can share a couple of them. You know, as you can tell by listening to us, we all love to laugh. And I think that. Uh, on you know on the fun note here, really we grew up with a lot of laughter and mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. So what what seems funny to us may not be funny <laughs> to somebody else. Okay. I'm sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Martha does make up words, so Jim is not uh, fibbing on that. She does, and Diana does as well. So <laughs> <laughs> we have our own dictionary. Yes, exactly. So, uh, but no, we we've always enjoyed growing Wait, up that laughing. Wasn't, that wasn't a story. So you're gonna have a story I, when we come I'll, back. Yes, I will. Okay. All right.
0: All right. We got Martha's sisters in studio today. There's. Well, Mary's about ready to share a funny story about Martha, but there's so many. I could just tell you some of the funny stories. You know, I'm married into this family, and Dad, Ted, he was a professional photographer. He just retired a few years ago. The pain of being in this family (laughs) mostly surrounded. My mother-in-law, I don't think she really liked me at first, because every time we took a family picture, she always stuck me on something sharp and pointed. (laughs) And family picture <laughs> events were somewhat torturous, but we have phenomenal family pictures. But one of my favorite family pictures of Martha and her sisters, her brother and her mom and dad, is from 7, 1776. There 1976. Not that the, old. The, the, the bicentennial celebration of our great country we live in. And these guys are all in Washington, D.C. with home with hand-sewn outfits by mom, Elaine, in red, white, and blue
1: we were good looking and Martha's
0: brother and Diana's brother and Mary's brother looked like somebody had poked them in the back with a sword. He was so unhappy. <laughs> being a
1: teenager the... and having to match the family matchy, and
0: be only boy by the
3: way. Yeah, we were Hi walk... brother. Matchy matchy. We love you. Yeah, that's right. All right, Mary, funny story. All right. Well, Martha and I we are exactly 2 years apart and and 2 and 14 weeks. days and 14 days. So Our parents always had the vacation time at the same time every year. (laughs) Anyway, but Martha and I were inseparable. We did everything together. We even had the same friends, went to the same youth group together. Oh, and this isn't on a funny side, but we even started singing duets together at the ages of three and five. And our first Mm -hmm. time we sang in public was at church at at a tender age of three and five on uh, Easter. Easter. But we did everything together and our mom made sure that we dressed alike. So we all always had on matching outfits all the time. Yep, absolutely. And one of the favorite things that we love to do is when our parents would be gone, (laughs) we would be back at the house and we'd go... Ooh, let's rearrange furniture. So we always <laughs> rearranged furniture. We shared a bedroom, and so we, every other week we would rearrange the furniture and come up with a new configuration. So uh, my parents never knew what they were coming home to. No,
1: but we did find out that they actually enjoyed that, so that's good. We did hope. you ever
3: rearrange their furniture? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The living
1: room, everything was fair game. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what did you do when the piece of furniture was too heavy for you to move?
3: Oh, oh we, never we never encountered that. never that, No. We're <laughs> from Minnesota. We're <laughs> girls. Are you kidding?
0: <laughs> yeah. And now it, it is to be noted that Elaine, their mom, is an incredible seamstress. She is gifted from God to be a seamstress. And so these, these outfits that she made, she made Martha's wedding dress. It, it was incredible. Yeah. So she can do incredible. Did she make all your wedding dresses? She no. didn't make mine. She made but she made yours, Mary? Yes, and so, Tracys. And, and, as, and so as she's gotten older, she's gotten better. I mean, she's it's incredible mm-hmm. what she can make.
3: Oh, on that note, on she's that a, note, she's a quilter too. And Diana when she turned 50, she learned how to quilt. And then on when I turned 50, I decided I was going to make a quilt for my son. And so we've been teasing Martha. Not well, that yeah. she's 50. She learned to, to quilt. Learn to quilt. <laughs> but we're not quilting no, this
2: weekend. We're going to the beach. That's now. not likely to happen, the quilting thing. Well, it could. Mom it could happen.
1: keep hopeful. That's right.
2: Okay,
0: how, how about some more? That call in right now. Jose's waiting for your call. How about some more serious things? How, how about moments that were the most significant moments in your life with Martha? Go,
3: go ahead. You know, actually, this like I Mary said. This is Mary talking. This is Mary. This is Mary. Like I mentioned, Martha and I grew up together and and walked through all of our life journeying together. And when our parents were, um, about,
2: well, when we about were, our age, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's right. young people.
3: Uh, they decided to transition their career and they became missionaries in Venezuela. And I was a senior in high school, and you were two years younger. Mm-hmm. And so we went all the way over to Venezuela and then landed, and it was. Quite a interesting experience landing in a foreign country as a as a kid, but then they we drove 12 hours further up into the mountains, uh, and our parents dropped us off at a boarding school, and then they were 12 hours back. This is before all the you know technology and ways that you can connect with people. And so here, Martha and I are, and just, you know, teenagers, 17 and 15, uh, in a foreign country, at a boarding school. I only had nine students in my grade, and you had about 12 or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. And from nationalities, countries all over the world. And so it was quite an experience, and so we were one another support system and encouragement and you know, helped each other through all of that. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a, a period of our life that was very significant. And I think that that was instrumental in so many other things in our lives. And actually, I think even down to our children's lives, you oh, know, yeah. look at your, your son. Uh, well, I think all of us have had kids that have done things overseas yeah. yes. but in Joshua. and But ministry has been very important. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And Martha, what is your favorite memory from the Venezuela time?
1: Oh, my favorite memory. Well, just, you know, it's funny because we were just recounting some of the experiences with Venezuela because we just met a family, a couple from Colombia just recently. And so we were, you know, same part of the world and everything and reminiscing. And um, back when we were there, it was very safe. So, you know, we're not talking nowadays, but um, the fact that um, it was just a new experience that we knew wholeheartedly that it was what we were supposed to do for that year. And we were supportive of what our parents were doing and um, the people that we met. But as a teenager realizing you may never see those people again until we reach eternity Mm -hmm. was very impactful for me because it gave me a a better worldview than I think I ever would have had under any other circumstances. But being, but being in the dorm rooms together, and I mean, we didn't get to room together, um, but just um, that did make us grow very how, close. In how and much
0: Spanish fast. did the two of you know when you got to Venezuela?
1: Mm, I had book Spanish. I had
3: a couple years of formal Spanish, but
0: you know. Mary, how about you?
3: Um, I could say, Donde está la tepe? When I went, that's about it. Where's the tape? Where's the
0: tape? <laughs> <laughs> and that's you real used that handy. a lot. I, mean,
3: that's all I thought I remember. El
0: Bano, wasn't it? Like, Where's the bathroom? Uh, all right, we got a special show celebrating Martha's big birthday this week. She turned the big 50, half century. Five decades old. I'll tell you what, she doesn't look a day older than the day I met her when she was 16. And, and, and we've got her sisters for a surprise visit in studio with her today. And we're all just sharing stories about how Christ has made an impact in our lives. And they're just sharing stories from their childhood and their adulthood on these guys as sisters. Because honestly, when you see the three of these together, they all make words up. They all sound very similar on the phone, and when you look at it, if they all had the same color hair, they would all look very much alike, but they have imaginary colored hair, as all of us do, except for me. All right, Mary, I was a little disappointed when you shared your funny story, your most momentous story, that I thought it would be the day that you met me.
1: (laughs) It wasn't about
3: you, you, honey. No, it wasn't. And I think he remembers that day. Oh, I
0: remember that day like it was yesterday, August of 1982. Unbelievable day when I met you guys when you walked into church. And I said, and here's the, you want to hear the really funny story? About three weeks before Mary and Martha moved to Minneapolis from the mission field of Venezuela, my two buddies were sitting on my, my couch in my family room and they were telling me and my parents about these two neat girls they met at the conference, Mary and Martha, and their sisters. And these two buddies are my, they're very good friends, and they both said to me, we're not telling you where they're moving because we don't want you to meet them.
2: <laughs> and that,
0: two weeks later, they show up at my church, not their churches, my church, and I got to meet them. And it was over right then. Martha fell head over heels from me. <laughs> something like that something like that well we started dating like 18 months later yes we did so all right so mary you said that you didn't want to go next you said diana wanted to go Don't well that's not
2: how she said it but
0: oh diana's got another funny story serious story something
2: something to say i'm significantly older i'm (laughs) i'm like going to be in that sixth decade of life before too long so growing up with mary and martha And and let me back up a little bit. I was before Christ with the family. That's why I'm a goddess. Diana, Mary and Martha were born, as mom calls it, BC, Mm -hmm. uh, after Christ. And they are the Magdalene sisters. So then Mary and Martha came along. And they
0: fit the personalities perfect. Mary can sit and listen to the Lord all day long. And Martha is Mrs. Busy Beaver. I mean, the two of them, I mean, they fit Mary and Martha better than I've ever met a Mary and Martha fit. And yep. our
1: brother is glad he's not named Lazarus. Yes, right. <laughs> he was glad he's named after our dad. Yeah,
2: yep, exactly. So a lot of my memories of of the girls when they were younger were they were little girls, and you can ask my mom. The first six months of Martha's life, she was a crabby pants. She had colic. She cried all the time, and mom can tell you how many minutes, six months, yeah. so many weeks, so many days, minutes that six Martha months, cried.
3: Two
1: weeks. I quit crying on a Tuesday. Yep.
2: Yep. <laughs> (laughs) So my my job when they were little was to take Mary and keep her occupied so Mom could deal with little Miss Krabby Pants over here. But once she stopped crying, she has been the most joyful person anybody ever wanted to meet. Absolutely.
3: I agree completely.
2: She's always got a smile on her face. You can call her on the phone, and you can tell through the phone that she's just a very, very happy person. But we have a lot of happy memories growing up in the Haines home, and they're silly, stupid ones, but we would do things like cut oranges into quarters and then stuff them in our mouths and smile and all you could see was this big orange peel. And that was funny to us. may not be funny (laughs) to anybody else, but that was funny to us. Well, it's just
0: funny that you did it in church.
2: I mean, I still don't understand. And we used to eat bugles. I don't know if any of you remember what bugle chips are. And we'd put them all on our fingers and we'd pretend like they were claws and just silly little things. My dad would lay on the floor with us on Sunday afternoons after church and read comics to us. But most of my memories of Martha that are significant to me are as adult memories. You know, the times that we would go to Cragans and go snowmobiling and ice skating when our kids were little and and go on the snowmobile trails or in the summertime when we would spend a week at Angler's Beach on Cass Lake where mom and dad live now and and not not big momentous things but sitting on the dock fishing going in the boat taking the kids tube and staying up late sitting around campfires and i i long for those kind of mm-hmm. times again where we can all be at the lake together and um you know we shared a lot about life we we sit on the beach a lot as sisters and Mm -hmm. and talk about everything that's important and soak up sun at the same time and i'm really looking forward to that tomorrow vitamin d there you go but one of the most significant moments again happened two years ago at mary's 50th and i i'd like mary to to share that because it was profound for all of us
3: Mm -hmm. yeah actually when Dee and i were driving up here today we were reminiscing and talking about this and Um, You know, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I came here three years ago from Minnesota and now I'm here permanently in in Florida. And that was a life-changing event. I was turning away from my old ways and um, getting back to a life with christ at the center of that and jim you know you talked about your bible verse for your show too earlier um you know be transformed by the renewing of your mind and don't conform to the behaviors of the world and when i moved here that became my life first so now picture this fast forward i've been here a year and now it's um, it's my fiftieth birthday, and we all go to Dee Dee's over in the Orlando area. Martha and I and Dee Dee were together, and we spent some really special bonding time, reconnecting, laughing, crying, just you know, reestablishing the, the our deep friendship and our sisterhood together, and one of the things that my mom gave me when i moved here to florida is she gave me a jesus calling book which i know you guys give away on your show a a lot i love that book and i I think we've all had the same experience. You can open that up and read what it is for that day and you're like, wow, that was written just for me. Mm-hmm. So picture this, here we are sitting around Dee Dee's table, we're having coffee, having breakfast, and we're all sitting quietly reading our devotional. And the devotional that day was about how um, he is our peace. And do you remember this, Martha? Mm-hmm. When, like I said, Martha and I grew up singing together And it was talking about how in this world you'll have trials and tribulations but do not fear for i am here and i have overcome the world and that's a a song that martha and i sang together Mm -hmm. and when we were growing up and then we were quiet and then martha and i just started singing this together singing this song about how he is our peace and um you know and so Dee Dee sitting here listening to us and we were crying and weeping and hugging and just it it was like the beginning of the next journey of our lives uh, in Christ and in our sisterhood and our friendship.
2: And it was just it was significant. Mm -hmm. And I had told Mary just weeks before that because she was going through a healing and I said, I know you'll be healed when you get your voice back and I hear you sing again Mm -hmm. and to sit there and listen to the two of them sing that beautiful song. It was just overwhelming. It was just the completion of a promise that God doesn't abandon us. He does take us, we do go through horrible times, but He does provide healing for us. And it was just, it was a very spiritual moment. Yeah, they hadn't sung together in a very long time.
3: Mm-hmm. Very long. Yeah. Mm. Very
2: cool. All
0: right, Martha, what are you, you're just sitting there listening today. I am anything you want to share about these two young ladies sitting next to you? Yeah, oh, this ladies. wasn't
2: part of the program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, who's behind the oh. major microphone? Me! I get to do whatever I want to. Before
0: we start talking about what these guys do for a living, I really want you to just share. Maybe there's something you want to share about these two.
1: Um, I just am overwhelmed with just how blessed I am, and um, our family as a whole, right. and what God has done in our family through. Um, many generations and having um, strong grandparents and um, faithful prayer warriors and um, parents that love us unconditionally and with um, toughness when needed and discipline and understood what that all meant um, to really be godly parents for us and how that's been our role model for the next generations and now our kids having you know the next generation coming along and it's just it's um I'm just very very blessed and having sisters that are friends you know that just adds a whole nother level to it and i'm just thrilled that we get to spend time together but it is so much more when you have a spiritual aspect to the relationship it's not um all surfacey, and and i appreciate that so much
0: you know, we're running out of time on the show, but we still got enough time for this question. Mm-hmm. And Diana, I'll start with you. You're an accomplished businesswoman. I have worked with you. I have worked alongside of you. I've watched you work. And we've known each other since Martha and I were 18. So long time. Talk to me about how you, you guys are running a, a manufacturing of ammunition company and a gunsmithing shop in northern Minnesota, but it's impacting around the country. How do you incorporate your faith into that business
2: well thank you jim um it's really kind of neat where we are um the guys that work for us are non-believers for the most part but we've told them when they've come to work for us you realize you're coming to work for a christian company and uh we play christian music in the office and i talk about god all of the time and i know that god has put us in that place for a mission field um We have one kid that came to work for us and told us that he was an atheist. And the softening of his heart over the last couple years has been amazing. You know, he calls me mom and... It's just really neat to see what's happening there. Nothing's happening quickly, but it is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, We do gun shows all over the U.S., and it's been awesome to see people come up and start sharing their faith with us when they find out that we're a Christian company. We do concealed carry classes, and we started off right away. The very first one we did, we had somebody ask us, "Well, what does finger or what does FOG stand for?" and and we just let them know that we are a Christian-based organization and. that's who we are. And so it's just been a really, really neat opportunity. People email us all the time when they look at our website. We promote an organization called On Eagle's Wings out of Charlotte, North Carolina, that they take girls out of sex trafficking. And um, to be able to be involved in those women's lives is is really huge. But um, everything we do, we think first, how will this advance the kingdom of God? And I know that a lot of people think, oh, bullets and guns, how is that going to do advance the kingdom of God? But it's amazing to see what he's doing through that platform. Mm-hmm. And how do people find out more about FOG? You can go to www.fogammo.com and fogammo.com or fogfirearms.com. It'll take you to the same place and you can see on our homepage um, what we do. And then it does have all of our products on sale there as well. So fogfirearms.com and fogammo.com. Correct. All right. That's cool.
0: Mary, we'll get started with your story, and then we'll finish it up after the break. You, as well, have have this knack in the financial services industry. For many years, you've developed this expertise in in a supporting role, but to help people. I mean, you work underneath people to help them be superstars, and it's because of your incredible support. So talk to me about what you're doing really quick. Talk to me about who you're working for right now.
3: I work for Alfie Townshend and his wife, Tommy, and we have a um, wealth management firm. So he's a certified financial planner in Fort Myers in Naples, and I am the happiest person with my career. Um, I don't know anybody that's happier where they work than I am. So Mary, you work for a certified
0: financial planner in Fort Myers, and working for this uh, gentleman and his wife, they have kind of cradled you and helped you blossom back into the woman that you that you were meant to be in Christ talk about that talk about who you work for how they can find out about you
3: sure sure okay so I work for Alfie Townshend and his wife Tommy we have the company's name is Advantage Retirement Group and you know just quickly about my background I was a a I've been in financial services for over 30 years and was a banker and then insurance and then a financial advisor and a trust officer. So I've seen this industry from the inside out over a long period of time. And I can tell you this, that there is nobody else that I would rather work for than Alfie Townshend. This man is full of integrity. What he does for his clients is always going to be in the best interest of them. And that's what I get to do, is tell people how wonderful Alfie is all day long. So I'm now his marketing director. Um, and I we have a radio show and a TV show, and we do workshops. And I get the privilege of introducing him and presenting him to, you know, our clients and prospects and and things like that. So it's really fun to be on the marketing side. I know the industry. I understand how it works. But now I get to do things, uh, the the fun side of things, and really, um, you know, use my hospitality skills as well. And how do you find out about him online? Oh, go to AdvantageRetirementGroup.com. And actually, you could even go to 92.5 Fox News Radio. On Saturday mornings, we have a, a radio show. If too. you live in Fort Myers, in absolutely. Fort
0: Myers. Otherwise, the website was AdvantageRetirementGroup.com. Yep,
1: yep.
0: All right. Been a fun show, Martha?
1: Yes. Was well, this a
0: good surprise?
1: Yes. Do I get any bonus points for this? Most definitely. Wow. And I got a rhubarb cake.
0: Oh yeah! For yes. those of you that like rhubarb, let me just ask you: I'm not have you ever sharing. eaten rhubarb alone? No, you got to put sugar on it. Don't <laughs> even get me on that soapbox. Right, awesome! Come, it is awesome. We come to the end of another "I Work for Him" show. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thanks so much to Jose Cruz. Did a phenomenal job today, taking your phone calls and supporting us with a whole boundful of people here in the uh, in the studio. I just want to challenge you to go out to iWorkForHim.com. Do a couple things for me. Go to the bottom of the front page and click on all the show sponsors, the ministries, the businesses that sponsor iWorkForHim, and let them know personally in their Contact Us page how much you appreciate them supporting I Work for him. And while you're out there, click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag and commit Click on it and make the commitment to start praying for your co-workers and employees by name each and every day. I hope today challenged you and inspired you to dig deeper in your relationships with your family. As you can see between these three sisters, although they got a lot of years behind them, those years have done nothing but draw them closer. Between the three of you, they got almost 100 and some years together. But but they're close, and the it's their faith that drew them together. And not all of you out there listening have a tight faith with your family members, but work on it. Pray for them. Start praying for them by name each and every day and start to watch how your life is transformed before their eyes and so that they get intrigued about who Jesus is. Next week, we got a big lineup of fantastic shows, especially Wednesday, a little controversial. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. Him.